Have you ever been asked to do the one thing you dreaded most? Often we find ourselves stuck at that crossroads, the place in our journey when we realize that the old way of doing things is just no longer working. Learning to pivot brings freedom in life and business. When life provided the opportunity, I left corporate America to start my first business in 2004 while raising my twins. In 2021, we left the only life we had ever known and moved across the country to start over. There were more questions than answers and the road ahead was unclear. We decided to let faith, not fear, be our compass. Today, we are building the life of our dreams. With my background in marketing and a decade in the photography industry, I know how to help entrepreneurs shine online and share their talents with the world. The opportunity to rebuild my business allowed me to transition into a role as a business coach and a personal brand strategist. Join us here each week where we share simple strategies to get you unstuck in life and business and on your way to living the life you've been dreaming of. I am your host, Shelly Niehaus, and this is the Educated, Empowered, Inspired Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Educated, Empowered, Inspired Podcast. We have a fun guest for us today, Julie. Julie is a world traveler, podcaster, amazing best-selling author, empowerment coach, and no-nonsense astrologer. Julie Zolpo is an unconventional and multifaceted accomplished solopreneur for over 15 years. Her unique approach to personal development and empowerment which combines her 30 years of extensive work in corporate talent development with transformational disciplines and human potential expertise, sets her apart in the travel transformational and personal growth industries. Through her incorporation of life coaching, emotional intelligence, astrology, forest bathing, and adventure travel, Julie offers a comprehensive and holistic approach to assisting women over 40 to boldly step out of their comfort zones. This approach not only empowers her clients, but also guides them to surpass self-imposed limitations, enabling them to lead a life that's not only fulfilling, but also expansive and enriching. Julie's overarching mission and life's work is to ignite the spark that encourages people to view each day as an ongoing adventure. She emphasizes that even seemingly ordinary experiences can hold tremendous value rivaling the significance of traditional travel. This shift in perspective has the potential to enhance various aspects of one's personal life, including careers, relationships, spirituality, and personal and emotional well-being. Basing yourself in the picturesque mountain town of Bend, Oregon, aligns perfectly with Julie's philosophy of embracing the outdoors and exploring nature. Her physical environment serves as a supportive backdrop for her private coaching, group seminars, and upcoming travel adventures. Well, welcome, Julie. Woohoo! Thank you. You're, you're my neighbor right across the border. I I, I fully endorse the uh, basing yourself in the outdoor uh, oh, logic sport. It's so worth it. We are so blessed. Yes, we are definitely blessed neighbor. Yes, yes. Well, welcome. We are so excited to learn all your goodness today. And I want to start off by just giving you a moment to fill us in. I know I read a, a lot about your but just fill us in on the gaps and then a little bit of your personal story and anything you want our listeners to know. 
Awesome. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. It's always fun being able to come on and just share inspiration. You know, like I said, I, you know, all of us doing podcasts out here, we're just ordinary people following our passions, following our dreams. And if that inspires other people to do that, then like, I'm so glad that you and I are doing these types of things for people. I can honestly say, you know, looking at the story of my life, I would say unconventional is a big word that really kind of sums up a lot of what I've done, but it was never intentional. Like I never went out of my way to be this trailblazer, to be this rebel. But, you know, Shelley, what I really realized at a young age, I don't know about you, school wasn't, academics wasn't my thing. I was always like, you know, in the, with the smart kids, but I was never the smartest. And I always struggled to keep up. But around the age of 13, I was tapped to do a poem in class and I got up to do the poem and all of a sudden, like I got in the front of the room and this persona came out of me that I never even experienced before. And it was in that moment that I realized I loved being a contribution, standing on stage and doing inspiration. And for the first couple of years of just my teenage years and into high school, like I was really, really good at that. And I share that because because I wasn't good at academics, but I knew I was good at the speaking and the inspirational part. Back in the day when I was looking to go to college, there was nobody like making money as women being speakers. Ha 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 now, right? And so I really downplayed my unique gift as like, oh, that's just something I can do here. Wasn't something that I, I had to look like everybody else like in their corporate career. So the beginning of making choices at a very young age based on seeking approval, seeking love, looking good to other people. And while it served me in terms of I got a great college education, I went to school up in Boston. I had a wonderful career, you know, in marketing and special events. I mean, I worked for great name brand companies like Turner Broadcasting and Citigroup and Honeywell and Deloitte and even spent a time at Pure 39 and the travel and in travel industry, well, I was successful in all those things, Shelly, and I was good at a lot of the things I did, there was always this missing that I still wasn't giving the best of myself. And so it was this success without fulfillment. And that became a big quest for me in the second part of my career. Because again, like what I've learned and probably with your listeners, right? There's Things in us that are we're really good at, but we don't honor. We're like, ah, everybody can do that. And what I discovered, and I hope we inspire other people, like those specific things that are easy for you are actually just easy for you. And those are your gifts, but we overcomplicate it, right? Mm. We overcomplicate it. And so these last 15 years, I've had the gift of being out on my own, you know, bringing together my marketing, my experience in transformational leadership, my experience through travel, even dabbing in, you know, dabbling in astrology and forest bathing, doing these immersive things outdoors that really get the soul on fire and really tap into my heart. Those are the things that I learned really worked for me, kind of created some coaching and some travel experience around that. And what I'm noticing with my clients is they love leaving their desks getting away from the life that they know just for a little bit and giving themselves that freedom, right? That freedom to try something new 
without all the judgment, without all the shoulds. And then what are some of the things that you liked about yourself that you want to bring home? Let's start unpacking those things mm. and using more of those in our everyday lives. I love that. Being so intentional about not only being out there, but what do you want to bring home from that experience? And yeah, we're going to... We're going to dive into that today because we have, she has some goodness to share with us on that. But before we get started with why we have you here, I'd love for you to just share with us a little bit about maybe a pivot that you made in your life. The My heart behind this podcast is to help people get unstuck in life and business. And sometimes we just need to be able to make that pivot, make that change. And it really brings freedom. It brings freedom to know how we can navigate it. Again, take what we learned from that experience and, and bring it home and how we can apply it to our future and, and our future self. So just share with us about a time it can be in life or business that you did have, have to pivot and maybe what you learned from that experience. Yeah. And it's such a wonderful question. And I have a very specific moment in time that I remember. Again, I shared that, you know, here it was in my life. I was taking a lot of jobs because it looked good and, you know, it paid the bills and I'm like, oh, look at me. Like I got these great jobs. Well, there was this one job with a consulting firm that I moved from being in like the recruiter HR role into actually being an internal coach for one of the top consulting firms in the country. Lo and behold, 30 years prior to that, my father was actually one of the founding business people of one of these large consulting firms. And so when I called him up and said, you'll never guess the job that I got, I said, are you proud of me now? And I actually used those words. And he paused and he said, Julie, I've always been proud of you and I'm proud of you for this job, but let me share with you why I am proud of you for this job. And I made sure I wrote these notes down because I actually put this in, a, in one of the books that I shared this story in a, many years ago. But my dad said to me, as a parent, I know I'm successful if my child wakes up every day and contributes to the world. Mm. I'm a successful parent when my child gets up and is doing something that isn't harming themselves or harming others. He said, as long as you're not doing anything illegal. And I'm like, wow, this part is really <laughs> love, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then the fourth thing he said to me, and you're happy. Mm. And that's the one that stuck with me. Because again, I was contributing. I'm not hurting myself. I wasn't doing anything illegal. But did I get this, quote, dream job of being an internal coach because it really made me happy? Or was I still on that pursuit of trying to prove to my dad and to prove to everybody else? And it was in that moment that I realized that, wow, something needs to shift. And while in coaching school, when I got this dream job, it wasn't required that I had a coaching certification, but I took it upon myself and invested a lot of money in my coaching. And while I was there, I started to realize this pattern, right? That's the great part of coaching. We have people outside showing us patterns that aren't working and how they keep repeating until we shift them. And I had this pattern around approval. And I realized that, that many of the decisions that I was making for a long time kind of was in this category that created this acronym for myself. And it was called the, the LAPD. I was making decisions based on love, you know, being liked. Then the A was approval and appreciation. The P was all about like 
looking perfect and being popular. But what I realized when I followed those three factors or what I looked for in decision, it was dysfunctional, it was dissatisfying, right? It was destroying mm. my happiness. And so it was in that moment at coaching school that I had to get really real about, wow, like if I keep going down that avenue of just making other people happy or looking good, I'm really not going to be happy. And so what's more important? My fulfillment, right? And when I first looked at that word fulfillment, there's actually in there, the letters fill me. Mm. And I started to go on this quest of like, how do I make choices that fill me and may not be, you know, good for everybody else? And I might be judged and I might be questioned, but it was really important because my father actually planted that seed to me. Like, are you happy? And so I actually created a formula for myself for making better choices that when I made that choice, it wasn't always perfect, but I could feel at peace with myself, that I was honoring my passions, that I was bringing the right emotional well-being to it, that I was committed and I was courageous and I was being you know, kind to myself rather than looking to the outside world. And when I started to apply that, right, not everybody was happy for me, but I was. Does that make sense? Can you relate to that? Absolutely. And and it is. Sometimes, you know, when we when we have that internal compass and we're doing what's right, uh, it's not other people's, you know, it's not their compass, it's not their calling, and they're not going to understand. So it takes a strong person to be able to make that assessment and not only to make it, but to act on it. So yeah, I think when, you, when you're in enough pain, when you realize that you've been tolerating things for a very long time, you know, unfortunately, you know, part of probably both of our work is to save people from hitting their rock bottom and going to that deep despair. But, you know, sometimes we all have to have that little dark night of the soul to realize I only got this one life and what am I going to do with it? And I feel grateful that I was given the opportunity to recalculate. That's what I call my, I have a formula and whenever I'm not feeling peace or I'm feeling a little discomfort, I'm like, I need to recalculate and not about what the outside world wants for me, but what does the inside world need for Julie in this moment? And it served me. Do you want to share with us that formula? Oh, sure. All right. Ready? So since, everybody... we, since you mentioned it, let's go there. <laughs> yeah, let's go there. So if you're driving, just come back to this part of the podcast. But let me write this. This is what it is. It's P plus E in parentheses, times C, the letter C to the third minus X. And so like I shared, I wasn't always good in academics, but I came, you know, what I realized one of my gifts was creating acronyms and creating things to help me really succeed in life where, you know, other people, you know, found it easy. This was what made it easy for me to make choices. And so what it ended up being, Shelly, is the first letter is P and it's passion. What really matters most to me, right? And what I realized in my 15 years of coaching that when I actually asked that, like my clients and even myself, like what matters most to you, some people in that moment start to cry, start to shut down because they never gave themselves the opportunity just to sit with. And I tell them like, 
I'm not posting this on the internet, right? This is just for you. But if you haven't spent the time getting clear about what makes your heart sing, how is that even possible to then manifest out in the world, right? Because it starts on the inside and we want to then bring it to the outside. So the P is passion. You can have your passion, but then what's the energy that you bring to that passion? So I do a whole assessment on the energy that you're bringing. Do you say, oh, I have a passion for singing, but I can never make that happen or I'm not good enough or, you know, I have a passion for, you know, starting this business, but everybody else has already done that. There's no room for me. Or do you just believe, you know, my lane is going to be my lane and I'm just going to do it regardless of who else is out there, right? So that's the P and the E. So you have your passion, you have your energy. The time C to the third is more the internal coaching for yourself. And this is the check-in. Are you truly committed to doing this, right? Because commitment doesn't look like a balanced life. When you're committed to something, some things fall to the wayside and other things get your focus. Do you have the courage, right, to follow through when things aren't easy, but to trust that internal guidance, like, okay, just because it didn't work out or that a door didn't open, does that mean my dream, my passion doesn't work or do I keep having the courage to move forward? And along the way, the third C is having compassion for yourself. And what I've learned along the way is, you know, how we treat ourselves really becomes how we treat other people. So if I'm not being kind to myself as I'm trying new things and encouraging myself and, you know, saying, you, you gave it a try, you went outside your comfort zone, you know, maybe if I didn't do that to myself and somebody else is trying that, I'd be like, why are you doing that? Who do you think you are, right? You have a good job. Why are you trying to do something else? So the more I'm elevating myself, I think I'm a better person and supporter for other people. And then we could have all five of those factors, the passion, the energy, you know, the commitment, the courage, and the compassion. We need to act on those. Those are the five areas we take action on. What we don't have control on, and this is where I tripped up in the past, is the minus the X part of the equation. And the X part is the expectation of how those first five factors need to work out. So for instance, I'll use it in a personal life. I got in a relationship and I quit my job when I was living in New York and I flew cross country to move in with this person. That was my passion. I had the right energy. Like, so I was clear, I was committed, I had compassion. And after two years, unfortunately, this relationship didn't work. Well, it sent me into a spiral, into a deep depression because I was so attached that because I did these five things, it meant we should get married. We should move to the next level. Like not honoring all the gifts that I learned of just being in a relationship. And so it was through that relationship that really solidified this concept of the fulfillment factor formula that there are things we can control and there are the things that happen for us not always fun, but we're always going to grow and they're always going to be purposeful. So that is my fulfillment factor formula. I love that. And back to the business aspect, I really feel like the expectations is where we fall short as business owners because we can control the other the other five things, but there's so much in that expectations that we just can't control. And I work with people day in, day out that are holding so tightly 
to an outcome. They're white knuckling an outcome and they're so focused on that outcome that they're not even even really focused on the first five things because they're just holding tightly to those outcomes. So minus the X is key. I hope everyone is writing this down. Yes, I'll yeah. put it in the show notes, but my goodness, like we just, there's things we can't control, but all we can control is how we show up, which are your right. first five factors. And when I created that formula, I have to say my whole life, I've always been intentional creating acronyms to help me. But this was the first time I was actually on stage giving a talk, talking about passions. And then something flipped in me and said, it's beyond passion. It's this concept of fulfillment. And what I invite your audience members to think about is, you know, are you at peace? Or, you know, as part of your job, like so much of your job, like you're doing something that you loathe or you like. Like what's the combination of those two things, right? And if you're holding so tightly to something just because you said you were going to do it this way, mm. but it's bringing you angst, it's creating tension in your family, you are physically getting sick. These are all signs from, you know, inside of you that says, not that your dream isn't valid, perhaps there's another possibility. And so being open, right, to a possibility of doing it another way, that I've learned has been the key of really allow and, and hiring people like you to help me take my blind spots off, right? It's, you, we can't see ourselves when we're on the field. Absolutely. You know, and I'm a huge football fan and, you know, football season is starting and I was just watching the Jets the other day. You know, you're watching Aaron Rodgers there and he's our new quarterback now. But Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest, you know, quarterbacks of all times, maybe he'll help the Jets. Who knows? That's a different <laughs> expectation, right? Why is that expectations? But he doesn't see what he does. But when he gets off the field where his pass went down and someone caught it versus someone missed it by an inch, that's where you go back and you look at the tape, right? And like, oh, where can I shift? But if he was so stuck not to be open, he may never get that play correct. Yes, yes. And, and having the guidance of the people there, you know, to help him with that is is huge. Yeah, and you want to invite people in your life. I'm not saying invite the world. I, you know, I invite very specific people who I trust, who their business success, like yourself, right, in helping someone. I am such a fan of don't reinvent the wheel. Find someone who's been successful. You don't copy them, but you model them, mm -hmm. right? And you interview them and you look at, well, how, do, how could that be a possibility for how I'm doing something? Because I think while there's a lot of new businesses, there's not a lot of new ideas, but each and every one of us are an individual and how I do something is extremely different than the way you do something, Shelly, and your audience. And if we can get out of the mindset of comparison and get back to like what I was sharing about when you have a natural gift, just trust, like don't overcomplicate it. Don't overthink it. When it's easy, it's actually right. Yes, it's that flow, that flow that, that we, flow. that it's flow. Like, oh, I made this so complicated. Um, Why? Because we like to do that. That's what we like to do. Okay. Well, speaking of making things complicated, one of the things I really wanted to talk to you about today is the importance of, uh, you, you know, you talk about in, in, in your bio a little bit about how just everyday experiences can bring you pure joy as well as travel. As entrepreneurs, I see us all get caught in that rat race of 
hustle, grind, make it to the next numbers. And as soon as you hit your number that you set for, we're going to another number and we're, that finish line's always moving. And we were talking earlier, one of our calls, just about the importance of downtime, the importance of using that time and space to do some of those things that you were talking about in your bio, like connect with who you are, where your soul, and then bring that back into your work. So can you just give us a little bit of your expert about expertise about the importance of downtime and how it can make us a better entrepreneur? Absolutely. So the reason I came up with this, you know, the upside of downside is one of my greatest tools of transformation and learning has been travel. And I don't travel just to travel, but I travel to remove myself from where I am in the moment so I can see myself in a very different perspective. And it's never going to happen when I'm sitting at my desk 24-7 right? It's really important. Like star this one, you need to move and you need to give yourself new experiences. And so what I like to do is share like, how are you when you travel? What kind of traveler are you? I mean, are you a little more in the flow or do you still need to be so organized? Do you, you know, work, you know, you know, 50 weeks out of the year and those other two weeks, they're still scheduled. When are you allowing yourself to stop? Because it isn't stopping and getting still that when our spirit, our soul, whatever that inner guidance is for you can finally have a voice. And that's really the voice we want to listen to. And so often as entrepreneurs, we're so in our head, but, you know, not to get the woo-woo part, but this is like, this has been proven time and time again in science that spending time in nature, you know, you heard in my bio, the concept of forest bathing. This came into being in the 80s in Japan, where the businessmen were working so much that they were having nature deficiency. And they were being encouraged that they needed to go outside and spend time in nature. There's that scene in the movie Pretty Woman, for those of you who remember, where Richard Gere, right, is this incredible entrepreneur and always working and never took time off. And the Julia Roberts character got him to go outside and actually take lunch and take his shoes off and put them in the grass. You know, I get when starting a business, it's challenging, but many entrepreneurs left a job that was in the grind and they're not only recreating that, they're recreating that exponentially. So Mm -hmm. if you haven't built into your model downtime, you can't walk away from your business for 48 or 72 hours we need to work with Shelly, right? Because something's not right that you in your systems or in your processes that you're not automating something that you can walk away because you are your best self when you allow yourself to walk away and to come back recharged and refreshed. I, I, I know it in the depths of my soul. I've experienced it myself and I watch it with all my clients and they white knuckle it, Shelly, just like you said. <laughs> I mean, so I'm saying this, but, you know, it starts with, hey, how how about stop working seven days a week? Yes. How about, you know, in your calendar, you know, in my calendar, I don't make appointments on Monday. That doesn't mean I don't show up on Monday, but Monday is more of an ease in day. I look at my week. I know what's going on. I can catch up. If I had a busy weekend... I can maybe, you know, just ease in and I'm not rushing to start my week because how I start my week 
kind of sends a ripple effect for the rest of the week. So it's very intentional to set time of breaks. You know, sitting at your desk for more than 90 minutes a day, you need to get up. You need to maybe have a standing desk. Get outside, go for a walk, you know, around your neighborhood. Take your lunch, sit outside. I promise you, it's in those moments when you're sitting there and having, you know, your glass of water, your salad and your sandwich, all of a sudden it's like the new an apple like dropped on his head when he was sitting under the tree. You're like, oh, that biggest problem that I was trying to solve. The answer comes. Does, does that make sense to you? Uh, it's funny you said that. I, I, I've shared with you before and my listeners know I moved from a big city. Lots of noise and travel. I mean, lots of noise and congestion and, and all that. And just being out in a space where I have the, the energy or the, the ability to walk. I've done a two-mile walk every morning with my dog. No earbuds. And that is where you solve all the world's problems. You just Excellent. go and you get in that, but you're right. Like you've got to get away from it. You you feel that you think in your head you want to sit down and punch out those emails, you know, hit the hit write that sales page or whatever. But at the end of the day, you've got to walk away because that's where you get your best ideas and your best thoughts. Absolutely, and I love the fact that you are walking without your headset. Abs, yeah, yeah. The headset, like for me, you need the silence and the solitude, and yeah, and, it, and yeah. And I would also invite other people, you know. What are you so scared of, like, in the silence? It takes a moment. But I, once you get used to it, like, just keep practicing it. Even if you start with five minutes and then you go to 10 minutes. Uh, you, it's, it's like they say you get that runner's high. If yeah. I haven't gone walking without my head, my earphones in in a day or two, my husband's like, you need to get outside. Like, you need to go and decompress and be alone with your thoughts because my whole family can pick up on the stress of that energy of not. Oh, being absolutely. Well, here's a little exercise that I teach people if they want to try this. For th those of us with entrepreneurs, we have big brains and big ideas and it, it never shuts off, right? So when you're going for a walk, sometimes that quiet, right, is uncomfortable because you're always wanting to have this idea. I was taught about doing this walking meditation. When you walk outside, slow your breath. And as you're walking in your mind, you're identifying the things around you, but very slowly. So for instance, if I walked out my front door, I would say driveway. And then as I walked down the path of my driveway, grass, you know, and then as I'm walking, you know, around the corner, Maybe I see playground, like, and notice how long you can stay in that present moment before your brain says, oh, like, I got to go send that email. Oh, like, I need to make an appointment. Great. Notice. Come back to sky, cloud. And this might, you might be able to do it for 30 seconds, but the goal would be to try to do it for 15 minutes in a walk every day. It's the noticing and not shaming yourself. That's where you're not and, shaming. Absolutely. We don't, this is about progress, not perfection. Yes. Absolutely. And that took me a while to get to that point, but definitely mm -hmm. it's the notice and not shaming. Okay. Well, we've talked about a little bit, but, and I want to get to this before we wrap up, you have travel and transformation. You talk about traveling and the importance of downtime, maybe on a longer scale or a longer time frame. So just walk us through a little bit about why travel can help with that transformation and, and the longer periods of time versus just maybe the daily walks or the weekly blocks that we have. Like, why is it important and how can it help us? Right. So I am a fan of experiences. 
And it is through experiences that we allow ourselves to find new knowledge. And I will use the example from one of my favorite, most profound movies of Overboard with Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. And so for those of you who don't know the story quickly, you know, Goldie Hawn is a very rich, wealthy woman, and she finds herself in a situation where she's now in poverty because she has amnesia. And she's like, this is uncomfortable. But along the way, she starts to be able to adapt and be flexible to simpler things and having simple flowers in her house. And she decorated that. And, like, you know, she had a macaroni necklace versus diamonds. And all of a sudden, you know, at one point, her memory comes back. And at first, she's kind of angry, like, oh, what happened? Someone took advantage of me. But there's a point in the movie where she realizes it's a rare opportunity to leave the station, the world that you know, and try out something new for a while. What you learn with that information is entirely up to you. And from that movie and from the travel that I do, that's what I want to remind people about. Like travel is important to get you away. It gives you that higher perspective, right? You see life from a different perspective. The key is, is not to only see that perspective while you're out traveling. And then all of a sudden get on the plane, you get home and you're, you're barking again at everybody else. The greatest souvenir you can take home is not that sweatshirt is not that photo album. It's not that shot glass. It's that inner piece of yourself that you learned about yourself. And you can be that person every single day through consciousness and compassion and practice. But I guarantee you, when you go through life thinking and feeling like a traveler, you're just kinder, right? Mm -hmm. you, you slow down. You have more grace. You know, you're just more patient with people. And so it's, it's just a great reminder if you find yourself on that express line in the supermarket and it's not moving and the person in front of you has eight items and you clearly said seven, right? Notice there's a gift there for you to slow down and be how can you be compassionate? How can you be kind? Because that's really what we need in the world and, for, and it starts with us doing it for ourselves so we can do it for other people. I I love how you brought travel to the grocery line like that. That's that's a full that's a full circle. But yes. I think the thing we talked a little bit about on an earlier call was the importance of reentry. Yes, if we go out and we have these amazing experiences, and you know we both shared stories of how you race back, you get the last flight out, you throw your bag in this closet, and then you're at work the next morning, yes. and you don't have an off ramp to your yeah ab absolutely process it. Yeah. So share with us maybe a tip or a trick that our listeners can use the next time they maybe travel to maybe consider being more mindful of that reentry. So you heard me say that Mondays, I don't let clients schedule on my calendar. That doesn't mean like I don't show up for work on Mondays, but I have this grace. I have this cushion. So, you know, it's really important as an entrepreneur, you became an entrepreneur, not because you just had this great idea. You wanted to create a life, right? You wanted to have a, a lifestyle. And you're not telling me that your lifestyle is being 24-7 all the time. You, it's not sustainable. Part of the gift of you working really hard is to take time to sit back and be like, Ming, 
learned. Shelly, I did good, right? Great, Julie, I did good. I'm allowed to have moments of quiet. And in that, you know, so first I would recommend is never getting that last flight out on Sunday night. If you can come back early, yes, right? If And have some time to unpack. Actually spend some time journaling. And this doesn't need to be this big, profound thing. What's one thing that you realized about yourself when you were traveling? You love to spend time quiet sipping on your co- your Cuban coffee. You enjoyed spent like setting up your day that you would go watch the sunset. You know, you would make sure that during your vacation, you spent time by the water or in nature. Well, you know what? You can do those exact same things. Enjoy your coffee and quiet, watch the sunset, go into nature, right? You can do those things at home and you won't need that angst to escape because you're bringing now that sense of peace and balance into your life every day as we get ready for our next adventure. Hey guys, Shelly here. I hope you are enjoying this episode. I just wanted to take a moment to invite you to my free monthly training, the Branding Power Hour. This is a virtual event that's held the fourth Wednesday of each month at Noon Mountain, 1 p.m. Central. If you are a small business owner wanting to grow your personal brand with simple strategies that work and really level up your marketing, this is the place for you. We share tips and tricks to be better at marketing your business. Be sure to check out the link in the show notes, and you must be on the list to register to get the Zoom link. Come on out and join us. We can't wait to meet you. I I love that. And you actually just reminded me of an aha moment I had this summer. So living in Idaho, we have a lot of gorgeous rivers. And one of our favorite things to do is go out and we go camping and go out and we always are by a river and just having that running water and and just the energy and the and the the peace of that river is something that is so important to me. And I was sitting there, my last camping trip, going, I need this in my backyard. How can I bring a river? into my backyard and then I had the epiphany that my neighbor has one of those rocks like that has the water flowing over it and so I told my husband I'm like I want a a water rock for Christmas that I can put right outside off my patio and in the mornings when I'm out there sipping my coffee I can listen to the water flow so bringing just a small piece of that travel back to our home and replicating it is something we can all do you just sometimes have to, first of all, as you said, notice it, that it's yes. something that you need. And then how can you incorporate that into your life? Well, yeah, it's funny you said that. I'll just share quickly. I have, when I built my backyard, I wanted no you know, landscape, but a no, like hardscape, but I wanted a water feature. And so I have a water feature back there. The funny thing is, you know, here in Oregon, where I live, we're like 10, 10 feet away from each other, like five, you know, 10 feet between houses. My neighbor next door, I met them outside putting out the garbage. They go, we love your water feature. They said, but we think it's running a little fast. So (laughs) not only was the benefit for me in my backyard, I am actually gifting my neighbors who don't have a a fountain in their backyard, but they liked my fountain, but gave me some insight that I was running too fast. (laughs) That is so funny. That's good. See, so maybe you're giving to yourself, but you're also giving to others as well. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, we've talked about so much today, and I we haven't even gotten to the fact that she has a book out and all that. So let's talk about your class. You have a class 
that it is a free gift and masterclass, the ABCs of living ridiculously fulfilled. Tell us about that and how our listeners can find you. Oh, th- again, Shelly, thank you so much for having me here. It was so fun. And, you know, to be able to speak with fe- fellow entrepreneurs, you know, we've all been there. And I-, I like how you said it's not about the shaming. It's about just noticing when something isn't working and just pivot, right? Like it's really okay. Like be kind to yourself. So what I created for my, you know, guests and, and audience members on my podcast and in with work I created this thing called the ABCs of Living Ridiculously Fulfilled. And it's 26 ways to inspire you to slow down, how to live life, you know, to the fullest in the simplest of ways. And it was interesting using, I actually created this during the pandemic, right? How do you talk about travel when you can't travel? And so it inspired me to remind people, even when we felt locked down, that we still have freedom, right, to do things. And we always have that freedom. So you can go on to uh, juliesalfo.com, free gift. You download the PDF. It's a beautiful colored version. I highly recommend printing it out. I laminate it. I love giving it as a gift to people. And then there's three 30-minute sessions along with a, a book, a workbook, that you can start just using for yourself. Maybe that's part of your downtime. Spending, you don't have to listen to the whole 30 minutes at once, right? Don't overwhelm yourself. Listen to 10 minutes. Get a little piece of a nugget, come back to it. But it's there to invite people to slow down and really see that we are all living a really rich life. And are we actually appreciating it? That's that's the key, to really appreciate our rich lives. Yes. As, ta- as Tony Robbins says, life's happening for you. It's it's happening for you all the time. And, and, I, and I, I try to remember that, you know, as we go through the chaos. Okay, so I, I will link to that in the show notes. You also have a podcast and a book, so tell us about those quickly. Awesome, yes. Well, thank you. My book is called The Way of the Traveler's Heart, and it really is all about some travel experiences, but more so, it gives tools and all the wisdoms that I learned from travel, which is one great thing, but then it's all about the desires of our traveler's heart. When you think about it, why do we need time off, right? We need t- time off to connect. We need time off to try new things and have variety in our life. We need time off just to rest, right? So these are all desires that we fulfill when we travel. Again, another reminder that we don't need to travel someplace very far in order to get those desires of our heart met. And so the book uh, came out first in 2021. And then last year, I had an opportunity to launch the complimentary podcast. So it's The Traveler's Heart. Come on, we're always, we bring on you know, ordinary people just like us who are doing things that bring travel to life for our well-being, for our growth, right? And, and for being in service to the world as well. I love that. Okay, so we're going to leave our listeners with a tactical and practical step that they can take this week. We have had so much discussion today and maybe they're thinking, okay, I'm, I'm on board. I need to like step away from the computer, but I don't even know where to start. So what is one small step they can take this week to um, just get started on this journey? Well, I know every entrepreneur carries this thing called a smartphone, right? So, and on everyone's, and, and on everyone's smartphone, there is a calendar. And it could be as simple as, you know, this is what I ask my you know coaching clients to do. On Sunday night, you know, you sit down for 15 minutes and look at your calendar for the week, right? 
And then notice if you overbooked yourself, right, where maybe you can reschedule or start in that week to book in 15 minute walk. I'm going to go for a lunch. And then the following week, right, when you start to book out your calendar, you actually carry over and keep that lunch date consistent. Maybe it's once a month, it's every other week, but walking and getting outside, that needs to be consistent, right? And when we start to, to create that consistency, right, other things that are less important, right, will fall to the wayside. And this little habit of going for a 15-minute walk will actually become one of your greatest tools in your marketing, in your sales, in your communication. Like I guarantee it's just 15 minutes. Like you said, you miss it and you will begin to miss it, but you can't miss something you don't appreciate yet. So my invitation is sit on Sunday night, find a couple spots within your week, and then make sure it's part of the recurring calendar, not just for one week. I love that. And I'm going to second everything she just said because it's true. It really is. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I always love to leave our listeners inspired. We have educated them. We've empowered them with a practical and tactical, tactical step. What is one final thing that inspires you? We would love to know. Well, you know, in thinking about that, I just, I wrote down, I said, what inspires me is ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Right. The the people that say I can't, the people who never thought they could. And then, you know, what we are able to do as humans, those human stories really just remind me of where I'm playing small, even where I thought I was playing big. When I watch somebody else, it's so inspiring. So I, I encourage the audience that, you know, what you are doing is actually inspiring other people to step up into their greatness. So just that ordinary that you call yourself, you're being extraordinary living your best life. And you can't see it if you're listening, but she has a sign behind her that says believe. And that's <laughs> oh, yeah. at the end of the day, that's what you do. You just have to believe, believe it, mm -hmm. believe that you are changing the world. And it's one conversation at a time, one action at a time. And those small things will add up. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming today, Julie. We have had the best conversation and I'm just so glad that you shared your wisdom with us. Oh, thank you so much for having me be part of your community. It's fun. And we will have everything that we talked about linked in the show notes. So please feel free to screenshot this episode. Let us know if it resonated with you. You can share it in your stories on Instagram and tag us. Send us DMs. We would love to connect with you that way. Or you can leave a review of the show and let us know too, because I read those and that helps me plan future episodes. So thank you so much for all those amazing reviews. And remember, wherever you are in your life or business today, don't stay stuck, keep going and be brave. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you were educated, empowered, or inspired, please follow and leave a review and share this episode with a friend. I want to help you get unstuck in life and business so you can build the life of your dreams. The first step on that journey is learning to calm the chaos and make space for what matters. Get my secret weapon for finding time in your busy life to make good things happen. Just click on the link in the show notes and grab my simple strategies to overcome overwhelm and take back your life. And until next time, remember, don't get stuck, keep going, and be brave.